0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to
1: the Future Talk Podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
0: Future Talk. With Omia Al Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon. Yes, you're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world is being brought to you right here in on Pulse95. Lots of big news happening when it comes to Apple because they have decided to delay their anti-tracking privacy measures. Now, this is definitely causing a lot of questions to be asked.
1: Yes, we're also going to be talking about how UAE residents can soon welcome a friendly robot. Now, we do all love our robots right here on Future Talk. And now, soon enough, UAE residents will have a new friendly robot in their house, in the street, in the mall. Who knows?
0: Yes, indeed. The new family member is going to be coming to town pretty soon. But coming up on Future Talk as well, we're talking about a hacking situation. A Florida teen that allegedly shut down remote schools by using his hacking skills. Now, this is one I'm sure Hany is excited to talk about as well.
1: Yes, I'm super excited to talk about this as we do know that schools are back in session and a lot of teens actually don't want to go to school. So we're going to show you. We're going to tell you guys how this Florida team did all he could do to not attend school online
0: yes indeed but coming up on future talk as well for all those book lovers and bookworms there is a very new and easy way for you to get your favorite books in physical copies at a discounted price how and where can you do that right here in sharjah we're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments and
1: also we're going to let you guys meet the eight foot tall robot that is designed to insert Elon Musk's Neuralink AI brain chip. Now we did talk about yesterday <laughs> how there was a lot of robot. There was a a robotic arm that was used to, to commit surgery. To commit surgery. To do, to sur- do surgery. To do <laughs> <laughs> surgery. But now we have an eight foot tall robot that's going to insert that Neuralink right in your brain.
0: Yes, indeed. I mean, I personally wouldn't trust it, but the question is, would you trust it? Make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because lots and lots is in store right here on Future Talk. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes
1: connect our world. We're talking about Apple and how they're delaying a new anti-tracking privacy measure. Now, Apple has delayed the implementation of new privacy measures, which are designed to stop apps and websites tracking people online without their consent. Now, Omnia, we do know that I am a beta tester.
0: Yes. (laughs) And
1: I do have iOS 14.
0: Did you find the feature?
1: Yes, Omnia. So for example, let's Mm. say I'm on Instagram Mm -hmm. and I want to upload a photo. Okay. I want to post a photo on my store and I want to go through my library. It's going to ask me to allow access to my whole photo library or just have access to a selected photo.
0: I love that because we mm. never got that feature before.
1: And if I want to save an image, Omnia mm. is going to ask me, would you like the website or the application to have access to your photos or just have access to download this photo?
0: That's a lot of details. Though. That's a it's lot. A of, very it's, a, it's very detailed process.
1: Now, if you do trust an app or a software developer, mm. you just keep that, keep that option always open that whatever pictures are being sent or received to always accept them. It goes on all apps, Omnia, whether it's WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook whatever it is, any app that you want to upload a picture or download a picture is going to ask you whether or not you would like to give permission to that app.
0: Mm, Now that's great news for all those who are iPhone users and who worry about their privacy being breached from very simple apps that you may never think twice uh, whenever you allow them access to your files. But these changes also mean that every single application will be asking a user's permission to access the ad tracking ID on our iPhones or iPads. So lots and lots of precise reading is required from all of the iPhone iPhone users. Mm. But these measures were due to arrive in the latest iOS 14 update in the autumn which we were all excitedly working uh, waiting for. No. Hani actually mm. tried out the beta version of it and he so far likes it. I like it. But I, yeah.
1: I, one of the most things that I like about iOS 14 is that if someone calls me it's not going to interrupt anything that I'm doing and now I can ignore call, calls <laughs>
0: I was just so gonna much <laughs> better. I don't have to
1: wait four hours for until that, the, for, the call ends. And the call, call ends because I think it's a 45-second or 30-second window But someone is calling. It does feel like four hours.
0: I know. And that's the one of the best features about uh, the newest updates. But Apple did say that these changes were being delayed until the start of 2021. So this is going to give all app developers and websites more time to adapt their services. So this has been causing a lot of controversy all over social media. Because once Apple announced that they were going to be delaying the launch of this feature, many people... We're like... What's good with Apple? You know, what is their ulterior motives to not launching it in time? Facebook did warn that Apple's privacy plan could make one of its advertising tools so ineffective on iOS 14 that it may not make sense to offer it on iOS 14. Now, we all know that Facebook does love tracking down everything that we like, everything that we enjoy purchasing, whether it is opening up a certain online store on your Google search, or even if it's using a certain app or looking up a certain uh, feature. So Facebook not being able to track all of your moves is definitely not going to make them happy.
1: Facebook did change the game with data tracking and data storage Mm -hmm. and tracking users' uh, purchases or Google searches or whatever search they were doing. And they did change the game and they made every social network kind of do the same. But what is Apple changing? Now, Apple devices do include the iPhone, iPad, Apple TV box, and they all have a unique ID which is known as the identifier for advertisers, which is called the IDAF. And it does help monitor the effectiveness of an advertising campaign. For example, it can determine whether somebody downloaded an app after seeing an ad. Mm -hmm. Now, Android does have a similar tool, which is known as the advertising, Android advertising uh, ID as well. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing that now they're changing that up and they're making it kind of because Omni, I mean, we've we, we seen a lot of, uh, of, of of softwares, a lot of uh, social media apps being under fire from mm-hmm. courts, from regulators saying, hey, listen, you can't always download all the data of a user. Privacy concern is a real thing.
0: Absolutely. But when it comes to companies, this is something they deeply crave and they deeply er, yearn for. Because whenever they're looking to create a campaign, they want to put it on a platform that they know people are going to be most You can say most uh, they're going to be lured for the most to download, whether it's an app that we're talking about or even just a regular brand. But once this change is implemented in 2021, it will be off by default and advertisers will actually have to ask permission to access it. Let us know. Are you excited to have a piece of your privacy back? Or are you one of those small businesses that used to actually depend on users' information to be able to sell their products? But let's move on to talk a little bit about the newest family member of every UAE family that's coming soon.
1: Do you have 999 dirhams <laughs> to spare Omnia? Because if you do, we can hook you up with a robot robot, robot called Missa, which can help children and the elderly and un- understands up to 10 languages
0: I w- i'm interested to see the name because i read it at the beginning as misa or maisa, yeah, Misa, but then i think it's called mesa
1: mesa because
0: i don't know i'm where'd sug- the I'm- a go? mesa like Misa. yeah you know the name mesa yeah ends i know the hamza yeah, this is, is like the a.
1: m-i-s-a mesa mesa in english is m-a-i-s-a Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I know. I, I had a couple okay. of Mesas in university. That's okay. how their name was spelled. But okay, makes mayb- sense. Maybe they have something different in mind.
0: Maybe. Who knows? If you want to make it, give an Arabic twist on it, I think it would be interesting to call it Mesa. But UAE residents can actually start welcoming this social robot that's called Mesa or Misa. I think is what we agreed on, to their homes from the 20th of October. So we still have a little bit of time to wait, but the wait will be worth it because mm. this robot will be able to respond to all of your comm- you can call her Hey Misa. She can do a lot of jobs. She can teach children. She can play. She can handle all of your daily schedules and tasks, and she can even offer home automation.
1: So Omnia, I did just Google search about the name Misa. Okay. Okay. So apparently, it is a Japanese anime character, Ooh. and it does come from Japanese origin. And to say Misa, it's called. You can say as my. S-A Misa or Misa
0: Misa or Misa I like that it's from Mm.
1: Japanese origin and just like Omnia said Mm -hmm. uh, it can it it can respond to hey Misa or Misa or whatever you want to call it and Play and teach children. But, I mean, it does come programmed with 10 languages, which are French, English, Dutch, German, Italian, Portuguese, Spanish, Mandarin, Japanese, and Korean. Now, the robot does come from iLife, which is currently developing MISA to communicate in Arabic as well. So as soon enough, can we can have... Woohoo? Soon enough, we're going to have a full package robot.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. Maisa can even take care of elderly. So she can support elderly care and you won't have to teach it multiple languages because she comes built in with 10 of them. So the vision of, of Mysa, the robot, is to actually create a very family-oriented robot that can be easily integrated. She can deal with the kids. She can help keep elderly company, but she can also blend right into your family as a friend, as a teacher, as a homemaker, and as an entertainer. She does come at a hefty price of about a 1,000 dirhams, (laughs) 999. In In
1: comparison Mm. with other robots we've seen on the show, other robots we've seen on social media, she does come at a pretty reasonable price for what kind of technology and communication she or he will be providing Mm -hmm. to that family. And again, it can be a companion for your children, for the elderly as well.
0: Yeah, and the best part about it is you can even... Prep her in advance. So if you're if you know you're going to be leaving to the office the night before, you can preload her with thousands of hours of books, of games, of learning apps. So your kids will have screen time, but with a benefit. Um, and as I mentioned before, she can even provide elderly care. So it's basically like having a nurse 24/7. Mm. Let us know the My- most important question: Would you get Misa right here in the UAE?
1: And you know what I like about it as well it, that it does come preloaded with thousands of hours of safe. And you know what the most important thing is, Omnia? Ad-free games, books, and learning apps with videos.
0: I love that. That's the best part about it because no one wants to sit down and listen to useless ads as they wait for their game to load. Let us know, would you get Mysa yourself? And we just want to remind you that we are also live on YouTube. So you can actually tune in and see the behind the scenes of what happens in Apulse95 Studios Mm -hmm. right here on Future Talk.
1: Take this out. Take this
0: out. We all know that kids may not be the most excited to go to school, but there are kids that would whine about it, and then there are kids that would take action to prevent themselves from going to school. Mm. One teen, though, took matters into his own hands and. Did that in a, on a much larger scale?
1: Yes, <laughs> big time, Omnia. Now we're talking about how a student was arrested in connection with cyber attacks on Miami-Dade public schools. Now, for those who don't know, Miami-Dade is in Florida, and he is a Florida teen. Mm-hmm. And a student has been arrested in connection with a series of cyber attacks on public schools that have disrupted the district's first week of online classes. Now, this student is only sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. Sixteen and is a junior at South Miami Senior High School and was arrested last Thursday morning and does face charges of computer use in attempt to defraud an interference with an educational institution. Now, what did he do? He did a DDoS attack, which means a direct denial of service attack. Mm. Now, what does that actually do? So what's happening is he is sending millions and millions of bytes and megabytes and gigabytes from a, 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 a group of zombie computers—they call them zombie computers—because mm. they can be computers in a library. They're sending all this information to a server or to a router,
0: overloading, the overloading
1: server, the server and a router, thus making it crash. And then no one can get access to those service servers. Now, Omnia, this has went it blown out of so much proportion mm-hmm. that the FBI and Secret Service were called in to investigate along with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. And he did say that the glitch had been completely resolved and optimized, but he caused so much corruption and confusion and chaoticness in that Miami-Dade County district that they had to call in the FBI and secret service. And some people are even saying, that this kid is not acting alone.
0: Oh, now this is where things become very worrisome because detectives were actually able to, tra- to trace and track down the IP address that was responsible for the attacks back to that teenager's home. But as you mentioned, Han, he had some buddies and some friends helping him out. Now, mm. the teen did admit to using a tool to attack the district's computer network, so at least he owned up to his uh, mistakes. But the officials did say that the teen is responsible for at least eight of those attacks. So investigators are working to determine whether other individuals besides the team mm. are also responsible.
1: Mm. Yes, Omnia. And they're actually saying that they could have intentionally or potentially have connections with Russia, the Ukraine, mm. China, Iraq, and maybe others. So a lot of countries are coming into play with this DDoS attack. Mm. Now, Omnia, I was introduced onto direct de- denial of service attacks back when I was 15 years old. I knew about them because I used to play a game.
0: Now I'm concerned. What were you doing <laughs> no, I used with DDoS to I, I used
1: to play a game and sometimes other players would DDoS me, mm. me personally, my router and other people's routers to get an advantage on the game. And funny enough, uh, law enforcement didn't actually know. This was back in 2009, 2010. A lot of people, the internet was still, still brand new. A lot yeah. of things were coming brand new. And now you can be jailed and fined for it. Now, there was a story about another 21 or 22-year-old who uh, DDoSed a bank and got 25 years to life because he caused millions, if not billions of dollars in damage. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the charges the team can face is a third-degree felony that if prosecutors in the U.S. moved into an adult court, it could result up to five years in prison. But so far... The attorney's office said there was no decision on that.
0: Now, the thing is, with such attacks, it doesn't take much for a teenager or even a young adult to be able to do mm. them. These attacks are very sophisticated, but they have a very deep impact. And the acquisition for you to be able to do such an attack, whether it was on a school or, as you mentioned mm. earlier, on a bank, it doesn't take much for a teenager to learn how to do them.
1: And Omnia, the ease of access to acquire a DDoSer, which mm-hmm. which is, which is a, the program, they call, I think they call it a botnet or a DDoSer. Mm-hmm. Uh It's very easy. You can pay a subscription fee mm. of $50. And uh, we're talking about the dark web subscription fee of $50 where someone will give you uh, a website or a link to use. It's not a program. Some people even God. use a website and all you have to do is enter the IP address of whatever you want to attack. Mm. And it'll tell you, Hey, how many robots or zombies do you want to be sending uh, files to this server or this router? It can go up to five, which is slow internet all the way up to a million servers. A million robots. Man, this is or crazy. Bots. Just to think that and I can acquire one right now, Omnia. Okay. Anyone can acquire one. It's 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 that it's it's I'm simple.
0: reconsidering our friendship.
1: It's very it's very simple to acquire one. All you gotta do is go on the dark web, Omnia, and and, and pay the subscription fee. But nowadays, mm. obviously if you pay for a premium which can go for a three thousand to five thousand dollars, yeah. Undetected, undetected and a lot of websites did face it. Now, sometimes, I, mean, I don't know if you're on a random websites, mm-hmm. it will give you a little, of, uh, a little bit of loading before you can enter yes. because it will say checking if you having a direct denial-of-service attack being used on the website.
0: Now, whenever we're talking about such attacks, uh, and for those of you who are interested in protecting themselves against those attacks, ways of prevention can be a bit difficult. They can be a bit pri- pricey. But one of the easiest way is for you to buy more bandwidth. Because such such a form of protection could actually exactly save your computer and save your router at the same time.
1: Exactly, some people have fr- uh, have fried routers. Oh God! They have ruined the motherboard of a router. They have ruined everything in a router. It, it's, it's serious. There there used to be threats online. I'll fry your router.
0: Oh my God! It's the, it's
1: it's that bad. It's a it's a simple yet very effective way to target someone and ruin their day. They're going, you're going to ruin their day.
0: I mean, and but this teenager, like, okay, I understand. You hating going back to school because it's back to responsibilities and back to hard work but to take it to that extent to ruin the year for so many kids at least for the very first few days
1: i mean i mean uh obviously this kid did not like school and Mm -mm, uh, he he had the correct uh he had had the right uh people Mm -hmm. or right programs to do this wrongful thing now i don't condone any of this but i mean i find it interesting And it just goes to show crime doesn't pay because the FBI Secret Service got into it. Now, Mm. when we're talking about the FBI and Secret Service, those are not the the little boys. We're talking about the big guys. The big guys (laughs) came with the big computers and the big brains. They're like, hey, listen. We're going to catch you, little kid. And they did catch the 16-year-old. And, uh, I mean, it's it's crazy what people will do to kind of have some fun. I mean, imagine if he used all this information, all this work to better himself or even learn coding or programming.
0: Become a white hacker.
1: White hat hacker, yes.
0: Why do you have to... Go on the other route. Why? Why do we have to create damage with our knowledge? Let us know. Have you seen? Have you heard of this uh, teen that created a DDoS attack on this school, and he did it da- all remotely? So he actually shut it down completely now, remotely. Now
1: a lot of people are comparing it to pulling a fire alarm. Back oh, in high school yes. so yes <laughs> So we'll talk about 20, 15 years ago 20 years ago If you don't want to go to school You pull the fire alarm
0: Now What, ha- wh- you what have t- kids become to <laughs> Like Wow It's the honestly. day and age
1: Omnia. I'll tell you Technology is a crazy thing If you don't understand it You better do Because Life comes at you fast
0: you're definitely right about that. Coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be talking all about Sharja and being able to make the most out of reading books. This is definitely going to be great news for all those who absolutely hate reading ebooks. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95.
1: Pulse 95. Apps all around.
0: What's worth a click and download? Don't you just wish sometimes if you could have a magic shelf that would come up with new books every time you have finished reading your old books or if you have children, every time your children all grew the old ones to help nurture their love for reading books and Without necessarily having to make expensive trips to the bookstore or the bookshelf every single time they run out of books. Now, even though magical shelves sadly don't exist, we do have a website that could become your next magical shelf. This website is called Bookends.
1: Yes, Omnia. Now, uh, I believe reading books is the building block of self-improvement and discovering yourself and Mm A lot of self-discipline, Omnia.
0: I agree with you on that, but I have a question for Uh. you. Would you go for an e-book? I kind of know the answer, but Mm. still. Would you go for an e-book or would you go for a physical book?
1: Okay, and I'm going to answer your question with all honesty, Omnia. Okay. Now, I've had an iPad where Mm. I had various e-books on it. Mm. and A
0: Kindle or an iPad? An
1: iPad with various e-books on it that I would read through. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, I would get distracted with notifications i would kind of uh my eyes would hurt a little bit Mm. i would kind of feel always the the need to be a little bit fidgety Mm. going through this zooming into things just kind of Mm. wasting time in a way while reading a book i didn't focus too much on it but when i switched back to physical copies of booksomnia there's a different feeling of when you go to a bookstore you buy a book you hold the book Mm. you smell the book (laughs) Touch, feel, you have to use your senses when you're True. reading a book. You need to be immersed into that story or into that self-help book or whatever it is. So, in my humble opinion, books beat ebooks. Although ebooks are good for people who are always on the go, yeah. who, are, who are on airplanes, who always want to have thousands and thousands of books at the touch of their fingertips when they're always on the go.
0: I definitely agree with you on that one. And this is the reason why Bookends actually came to life. So Bookends is a website that allows users to buy and sell pre-owned books at discounted price. This website is based right here in Sharjah. So to all those who live in Sharjah, it's going to be great news, but you can also use it in no matter which emirate you live in. Now, Mm. Around the world, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, we witnessed people become more inclined to read simply because they wanted time off of the screen. Mm. You know, we were working online from home. We were studying from home online. Everything was done online. And whenever you want to give your eyes a little bit of a break, what would you do? You would go to use your physical Mm. book. But no one wants to spend a lot of money, especially if you are a bookworm who loves to read lots and lots of books. And this is why Bookends is the website that I believe everyone should actually try out, if, even if it's just once in your lifetime. Because uh, whether you like making some money out of your own books, you can go ahead and sell them on the website. Or if you want to buy a used book, you're getting it at least 50% off.
1: Yes, Omnia. And uh, the Bookends website does allow buyers across the UAE to browse through its collection of used books. Place an order online and pay cash on delivery. Mm -hmm. So you're not doing much. Whatever book you want, you buy it. Online, cash on delivery. It's quick. It's It's simple. It's
0: like an online bookstore. Yes.
1: And sellers can actually contact the founders. I mean, it's very important that you can contact the boss. And especially if you're a seller, through the website, Instagram, or even WhatsApp, to discuss the condition of the books and agree on a resale price. Now, a minimum of 50% markdown will be on the original retail price, and it's typically advised. Now, once the seller does decide on the price, bookends will add its service fee of 5 dirhams per book. Now, yeah. this, again, Omnia, I want to come back and talk about a kind of a business aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, with the coronavirus pandemic, unfortunately, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of uh, businesses and companies shut down. But we're seeing in the pandemic... A lot of new businesses are coming up. A lot of people are getting new jobs. A lot of people are making a lot of money. So that just goes to show, again, I always kind of try to spread positivity and let people know that the end is only when you want it to be the end. It's It's, crazy
0: because it's called bookends. Yeah, the
1: the end is when you want it to be the end. But of course, as you can see, and you know, my number one quote to say, when life gives you lemons, you You make make lemonade. Make the best out of your situation, regardless of what it is.
0: Absolutely. And especially uh, during lockdown, people were actually making the best out of the situation by reading. Now, I read a lot. Really?
1: I finished four books. You,
0: you constantly read, though. It's no difference.
1: Yeah. Surprisingly, I, mean, I haven't read in like, a, like three weeks now.
0: Ooh. Yes. You i got to ha- get back to you. Maybe I- you should check out new books on Bookends. I have a lot of books. <laughs> but for those of you who are also interested in reading books in different languages, Bookends does help with that as well because the collection of books that they have on the website actually comes, there are seven languages that you can pick and choose from. Now, for those of you who aren't worried about, contracting, God forbid, COVID-19 through exchanging books, which is always a risk whenever you're talking about physical books, just like the risk we take with money. What has been perfect in this situation is that all those books that are being sold to other users or that you are buying off of the website, they're all being disinfected before they are offered to be on sale. So all the safety measures are put in place in the time when you are exchanging the books now once you actually buy a book from a seller the books are also exposed to direct sunlight so it's very similar to when we would use an, a uv machine to kill the covid 19 virus so they're exposed to ultraviolet light that can scan all of uh, these books and make sure that they are disinfected very well and I feel like especially at a time when parents are looking for ways to keep their kids entertained they don't want to necessarily uh, hand them an ipad or hand them the phone and they're also studying online or going through distance learning reading a physical book could definitely help a lot with keeping them entertained
1: and Omnia right now I am on the book ends website and mm-hmm. I'm looking through it Omnia yeah so far so far mm-hmm. I've went through various categories the most expensive book. Mm. It's 20 dirhams.
0: There you go. The, I love the fact that the one of the guidelines is if you want to sell a book, it has to be 50% off of its retail price. Because at the end of the day, it's a used book, you know. And books, I feel like, shouldn't be too expensive for someone to basically want to get out of it not want to buy the book or make the... Pain or of, the commitment.
1: Of, of course, Omni. Now, I mean, uh, books are very important. It does help you discover yourself in a way. And I mean, again, we always need to know. I mean, obviously, uh, reading books has kind of came out of fashion in True. a way because uh, back in the day, Omni, it was a form of entertainment to read. And I can't, I'm kind of sad when I say this. Yeah. But when people look at someone smart, they ask them, do you read books? Mm-hmm. When, in fact, 100, 200 years ago, reading books was like watching TV, using Twitter, True. using Facebook, uh, using social media. So books were a form of entertainment. And we need to understand that we need to go back and read books, go back to the building blocks of raising your IQ, being aware. I mean, books can take you places. Reading facts
0: rather than blog posts. thats That's been the sad reality of the day and age that we live in. And especially when ebooks became a thing, a lot of people stopped reading physical books and as you mentioned there's just a whole other magic to holding a physical book in your hand getting to you know write your notes if you want to write your notes highlight certain aspects that you want to be able to go back to let us know are you an ebook person or a physical book person and when was the last time you read a book actually read a book finished the book and actually got a chance to reflect back on it let us know bookends is the website and the app of today it's spelled as book Let us know if you want to check it out And coming up on future talk We're going to be talking about Elon Musk Using robots to put implants in our brains Keep Pulse95 locked We'll be right back You're listening to Pulse95 Pulse95 Check
1: this out Check this out Pulse95 Today, we're going to introduce you to the eight foot tall robot that is designed to insert Elon Musk's Neuralink AI brain trip chip. I'm going to tell you how it all works. Now, yes, you heard me correctly. An eight foot tall robot.
0: Do you know why it's used? Or do you know why he's used. Why did Elon Musk choose to use a robot to insert the Neuralink rather than a regular human being?
1: Because it's more sophisticated and Uh, that's one answer. Yeah, I I think because it's it's more sensitive. uh, It's it's because it's not an easy task.
0: It's it's actually an easy task. But if you want to do it in a uniform way, if you want every chip in every person's brain to be in the exact same position done in the exact same way, the best way to do it is to use a robot. And another reason I think is because it's cheaper. So if we were to say humans, like a certain, like let's say a set of five doctors would know how to insert that neural link, mm.
1: it's, it's, then it's, those it's,
0: doctors would basically only be recruited to insert the neural link. But if you have multiple robots that can do the job, So
1: program it's like drawing a line on. If I yeah. draw, draw a line, it might be a little bit straight, Cook a little it. bit not. yeah. So having a robot doing one certain thing programmed because obviously robots will not act out of their programmed no. uh, direction. So when you're programming a robot to do one specific thing, they're going to hit that target, hit that mark every single time. That's what Elon Musk is doing. And uh, I I still love how Elon Musk describes the Eurolink as a Fitbit in your skull. It It is. It's funny.
0: Exactly. And it actually is like a Fitbit in your skull. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Neuralink is basically a brain implant that... Elon Musk is working on and the main aim behind it is to help those who struggle with neural disorders, who are paraplegic, who have struggled with different brain diseases like one of them being Alzheimer's. He believes that a chip like this could potentially be the cure for many neural diseases. But this neural chip will be inserted surgically by using a robot. So this robot will basically be planting the chip and the wires while still avoiding any damage near the brain or the blood vessels. Now, Musk says that the process takes hours and leaves only a small scar. You would think a brain implant would take a much longer time uh, to be inserted. But he actually mentioned in his live demo that people could actually leave back home just like they would if they did a LASIK no, it's surgery, a dentist,
1: for yeah, example. or a
0: LASIK eye surgery, so that afternoon they'll be actually be able to leave home.
1: Now, Omnia, you know what I'm wondering? How Elon Musk think of, thinks of these things? You know, mm. did he like sit down? Because he's a billionaire. He's like I think the fourth richest man in the world right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Did he sit down with his group, uh, his, his board of directors, and his scientists, his researchers, his engineers? He's like, hey, listen, I want to control the brain. How can I do that? Well, he's not controlling the not brain. Not controlling the brain, but uh, have be he's, able a, able to tap into the brain. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mr. Musk is done. You want how many how much hundred million dollar budget? There you go. You got it. So I mean cause cause it's crazy how this man thinks about so many things and I, I need a I need this chip in his brain. I wanna know what he's thinking. <laughs> because,
0: he demoed it not on human beings, so yeah, that's on, another concern.
1: So so I'm wondering how how does this guy think? Because he always comes out of the he, we always know to think outside of the box. This guy thinks outside of the solar system,
0: quite literally. Um, but can you imagine how the robot actually will position the person's head? I don't
1: know. I'm, I'm saying this needle right now. It looks yeah, pretty scary. it
0: brings me a lot of anxiety. Like there's a there. The robot is basically, it comes with it's eight feet tall, as you mentioned, and it moves along five axes. But the issue is, you actually have to put your head in a place where the where the robot will be able to tightly make sure that it stays in position and then the needle will be guided inside your head <laughs> where the chip will be inserted. It has cameras, it has sensors that are all focused on the brain, but...
1: What if I sneeze? W-
0: what if I? I uh, yeah, especially because he said the person would be awake.
1: Well, I need numbing. I can't go to the dentist yeah, you'll without be, getting numbed.
0: You'll be numbed, but still, like...
1: You're numb my brain?
0: They'll numb your head.
1: But my brain? I feel my brain sometimes. You don't how feel do your you- brain, Omnia?
0: No, I don't think anyone feels their brain. I has. feel my
1: brain. <laughs> how go, do you- go like that. Shake your head, Omnia. Let your brain hit the sides of your skull.
0: How can you feel your brain? Go
1: like this, Omnia. Do it.
0: I'm not going to do it. Shake your head. No. Uh, guys, if
1: you want to see me, see what I'm doing, Yeah, I got, you got to tune in to our YouTube at Pulse95 Radio on YouTube. Uh, see c- me shaking my skull. I
0: can't believe we're having this conversation. Of course you can't feel your brain.
1: What do you mean you can't? How do you get headaches? What, what hurts when you have a headache?
0: The nerves. I don't your know how a Your brain hurts. Headache. Your brain doesn't physically hurt. You yes, can't. it does. I have Look, a headache. Okay, if a, if a brain moves so easily, why is the skull in your head? Why is there a skull protecting the brain? How
1: do you get knocked out, Omnia? What happens when you get knocked out?
0: Okay. Getting knocked out is a complete uh, different no, it's not. movement get, than beca- just shaking because, your head. Because
1: when you get the force that's being exerted out of the punch, kicker, or whatever, yeah. is going to make your brain hit the walls of your skull. So when you thus, shake your head, it thus does the same? you, blo- you black out.
0: Oh, okay. I've never blacked out before, so I wouldn't know. I have. <laughs> of course you have.
1: And how did that happen, Omnia?
0: How did that happen?
1: I fell on my head.
0: What in the world?
1: Yeah, I would give them story time, but we only got a couple of minutes left until uh, we go to a break. So, um
0: so you got knocked out. I got well, knocked out. Well, there you go. Apparently, you can feel your head. Oh, you you can only get this exclusive content on Future Talk. So don't say that we don't give you a treat. You're always in for a treat. But uh, as we mentioned, this robot will definitely be installing Elon Musk's Neuralink AI chip that will hopefully be available soon in the market. But let us know, what are your thoughts about it? Would you trust a robot to insert a brain no implant? <laughs> I mean, it's hard enough to think about getting an air, a, a brain implant, let alone having a robot do it for you.
1: I'm not, I'm not getting this brain implant for nothing. If, the, <laughs> if he gives me like 50% of his net worth, hook me up. If he's not, no thank you, sir. Because, I mean, just looking at the device, it, it, it makes my heart race a little bit.
0: I know. The it's, robot. It's, it's quite creepy to look at. But let us know your thoughts. Future talk is coming to an end. But we will see you once again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because the dream team, Aisha mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah, will keep you entertained. This is Pulse95. Tune in live well. every, every weekday time. from 2 p.m.